people, welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. <laughs> welcome back to a, another live episode. I had to get this out the way now. I cannot wait until tomorrow morning. Uh, I it, The door needs to be closed now. Oh my god. So, I mean, guys, if you just... Man, I remember the first time I actually heard a story like this, there was a lady... She was a dental assistant, and she was working at a, a dental practice out there in uh, the west west side of Las Vegas, like close to Summerlin. It's like really close to the mountains, right? And I was like, oh, my God. And her – I forgot her what her name was. Oh, my God. But she was my teacher at one given point in radiology class, and I was like, oh, my God, da-da-da-da-da. You know, that was her name. And I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, to be honest, Arsenio, my dentist, uh, he ended up closing his shop. He retired. And it was so difficult for me because this is a place I went to for the last 33 years of her life. And so when you have to wave that bye-bye, like I put in the, in the, uh, in the picture, if you guys actually look at that. And when you got to wave the, wave the bye, you're waving bye to the memories, right? And so, I mean, you know, putting this at the travel blog and the ramble of positivity, you know, episode two, this is the transition. Three and a half years gone. It had all ended in the same room that I was first interviewed in. You know, I was actually sitting there with my last student. And I was like, wow. And we actually went through some of these photos that you guys are going to see in my blog. And, you know, some of the most difficult students to just unbelievable darlings. You know, I had the special privilege of teaching you know, as I'm looking at this picture, looking at myself from four years ago and how clean my skin was. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? As a matter of fact, it's still good. Okay, all right. But, you know, just trying to put it into perspective, that was that was the torn apart me. So looking at myself in the mirror that's really, like, just directly right next to me and looking at myself in the picture, that young man went through hell. He just, he just had, he had gone through one of the most difficult months of his life. And so looking at some of these students that I had the special privilege of teaching, I remember from uh, teaching a lot of different uh, flight attendants who are now flying with Orient Thai or Thai Airways, uh, meeting some of the people who are now flying with uh, Jetstar Air, uh, Jetstar, what is it, Jetstar Asia and, you know, just other places around the globe and whatnot and just being able to, Put people onto the path, the path of, of greatness. You know, that's what, when I was actually taking the mode of transportation back and I sat there and I said, oh man, that was a magnificent three and a half years with those students. Now, I don't give a damn about the teachers, the sex tourists, the wife tourists, the ugly old man. The, oh, I don't care about any of that. I don't care about the management. They can all kiss my black ass, okay? <laughs> I'm just, like, like what I had to go through emotionally over those three and a half years. Do you understand? I finally closed the door to probably something that I needed to close the door on a long time ago in terms of my own mind. If I could put it into, like, a metaphysical slash esoteric uh, understanding or abstract uh, way of just, you know, just trying to elaborate because maybe when I first got the job here at this place, 2014 October, I was still hanging on to a lot of past thoughts that were no longer serving me in terms of, you know, the racial stuff I've gone, I had gone through. That October when I first started working here, that was the most difficult month of my life, period. 
And now that door is finally shut. So now I can no longer go back and say, you know, back in October 2014, I first started working at that. Well, that that place is finished now. So what is the story now? But before I even get into that, I just, you know, being able to teach. Oh, my God. Magnificent. Oh, just wonderful people. And looking at the blog, you know, that I wrote up and looking at my little young self, you know what I mean? And. You know, being a, being aside, you know, people like, uh, by the names of like Ta and, and just Nuss who went on to university, another one went on to America, and some of these students who were like deep, deep in the southeast of Thailand when I, where I first started my teaching career five years ago. Four of these individuals who I took a picture with on my blog, and of course I was still looking good. That was two years ago, and you know what? At On that specific day, I was actually told by the marketing director of this company, I will say it, New Education World, now that you guys know the company, there it is, uh, you know, just for those Thai students, just in case you guys uh, try, you know, figuring out what place you want to go to, don't go there, I'm just trying to say, you know, for, you know, it's probably losing some credibility, but I don't really care, just trying to steer my young folks onto career paths that are going to suit them, not money grabbers. And so on this specific day, the picture that I'm looking at right now, the four individual beautiful, wonderful human beings at this university, that was the same night that the marketing director of this company went on to say that, hey, you know what? It's hard to market a black guy. That's why we can't give you work. And on that specific day, that 2019, that faithful day, that what was that? June, I think June, late June of 2016, I should have started looking for another job. I should have. But you know what? I should have started at least in 2017 at the beginning when I knew there was going to be a transition with the uh, with one of the teachers, you know, the New Zealand guy, and then putting in a really, really, really bad uh, – it doesn't even matter what they are. But just trying to put it into perspective and just trying to speak about it and just close the door on this bad boy. That red door that you see in the picture, it's time to close it. But you know what? You know, we, we always have to go through the things in life and going down to the very, very young picture of – Man, I looked wonderful, but man, guys, I, I don't know, man, just looking through these pictures, just looking through these pictures and just holding my face in awe and saying, Arsenio, at that moment, in your mind, you were destroyed. You were absolutely destroyed. There was no winning. I I literally turned against myself because of all the negative opinions of the surrounding environment that I lived in. Although I met some of these, you know, individuals and one of them went on to Australia, the other one went to Tokyo University and other ones went on to go to America and, you know, become philanthropists. So many different things in some of these pictures. And this is what's so remarkable about all of it is because now I can finally speak about it without having some, you know, some wife tourist say, oh, he said this about me because it's all finished. Finally. <sighs> so what now? You know, going from the very, very beginning and being in that environment, go. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, and you know that's why I really wanted to talk about this now because now I can finally voice out what I would voice out to, let's say, one of my best friends or this or that. But the thing is, they're not going to be able to give me advice. They're just going to say, "Well, okay, Arsenio, what now?" The most powerful individual who is now inspiring me today is, uh, goes by the name of Kim Kim, and Kim Kim, who I'm going to be having out on a podcast. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's probably going to come up in June because I'm actually going to go to Singapore probably for a couple of days. Uh, I'm going to meet her and we're going to do a podcast together out there in Singapore. Kim Kim was the first one that jacked me up. Well, she was the only one that jacked me up. She was a 15 year old advanced speaking English, native English speaking student. And she flipped my world right upside down. 
Now, I remember the first comment she made about, like, the movie Creed back in 2015. She's like, oh, my God, Michael B. Jordan, he is so hot. And I was like, wait, you like black guys? It was just crazy because looking at these pictures and scrolling through these pictures right now as I am speaking. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 that was uh, that was those were the moments that I always use the color of my skin against me because of what other fool ass ignorant people said about me. But I do want to say thank you to those people. Because of those people, look where I am today. And this is the most glorious part about it. But let's get back to the story. Kim Kim was a remarkable individual. And I taught her taught her everything she needed to know. She got the score on her uh, her test. And I said, still remember. She was like, oh, well, my mom wants me to go to Thomasat. I said, well, Thomasat doesn't deserve you. And Thomasat's not going to give you anything. They're not going to give you any brain food. They're going to give you bullshit-ass Thai culture bullshit. And she's like, well, where should I go? I said, you're going to have to leave. She said, where? I said, what do you want to do? I want to do business. So I think Singapore is probably your best bet. It's right next door. So she went there. And the moment she went there and she came back, now a 17-year-old, I just talked to her today. And she's like, hey, I just found a factory that's going to be creating all my products and this and that. And she has two online businesses right now at the age of 17 while going to university. Kim Kim has inspired me. Because Kim Kim is one of the very, very few human beings on this planet who literally just went out to get everything, to get what she wanted. How does a 17-year-old have the mental fortitude to do something like that? And now when I actually do this podcast with her, and for the next coming years, oh, I'm going to put it all together, and she's going to be one of those people who, it's just, did, did I actually create someone like that? I don't know. You know, I remember she's like, well, I want to do, I want to increase my public speaking. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I started teaching her a lot about Dale Carnegie. And then now she's been listening to my podcast a lot. And the next thing you know, I told her, hey, so what's going on out there? And she's saying, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. And I'm like, I am just so utterly and overwhelmingly proud of you. Because they, they don't need to know, right? The, the fools that I work with, the management all the way to the other, other they, they, now, now, let me tell you my philosophy about in regards to teaching. Now, this is going to be a ramble, but then this is going to be a gratitude podcast. Those people, they literally believe in just opening up a book and teaching right out of the book. If Kim Kim got any other teacher within that company, she would not be in Singapore right now. She would not be building businesses right now. Now, am I saying, oh, well, Arsenio, well, uh, no, because the thing is, I saw greatness in Kim Kim that she didn't see uh, in herself. And this is why when I was actually talking to the front office staff one day, three years ago, and she heard me talking and she was cracking up. She's like, I need to learn with him because, of course, she was learning with the 55 to 60 year old man. And so while she was learning with this 55 year old, to 60 year old man, of course, he's not going to get, you know, try to take the genius out of her. I knew the greatness within that individual. And now Kim Kim is going to be one of the most amazing human beings ever. And this is what I'm so, and she's saying, oh, I'm doing meditation now. And I just wish, you know what? And I just love it so much because Kim Kim, she's like, I was her mentor to a certain extent, but now she's my mentor because now I'm like, God damn, Kim Kim's way ahead of me right now. Like, I had to get on my graphic designer's ass today and say, you need to hurry up and send me my PDFs and do this because I got things I need to hurry up and start putting on my website. And she's like, well, I'm not going to be able to start on your website until later on this month. I said, listen, I don't want to hear later on this month. Either you're going to do it or not. 
And she's like, well, the African teacher, my, my best, one of my, you know, close, well, my best friend out here in Thailand, I guess you could say, you know, uh, the African teacher, he, uh, he wants me to teach him graphic design. Okay. I said, okay, now form a band and, and you need to teach him everything you know. Build him up. This is what they do in so many different places that are actually smart. And she's like, well, uh, I said, listen, you're 21. Pull yourself together. Working all these garbage hours to make only 3,000, uh, to make three thousand, to make 100 US dollars in 10 hours of work. Yo ass could just go back to New Zealand and just work there for a hell of a lot more. Pull yourself together. I ain't got time. I'm not waiting anymore. And so I told her, I said, just give me my PDF, give me my PDF, uh, my business cards, let me hurry up and transfer the money, and let's just uh, let all bygones be bygones. Now, does she know that I'm going to cut her off ultimately? No. But you know what? I just hurry up and email WordPress today on Twitter, and I said, guys, uh, so what can I get with the business plan? Am I going to be able to sell products on my website, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? They're going to get back to me, and I'm probably going to hurry up and upgrade to the business site tonight, and I'm going to take the driver's seat because I'm sick of being in the passenger seat. Kim Kim took the driver's seat in terms of her entrepreneurial career, even going to MDIS, which is the second best university in Singapore. And my black behind who literally taught her at the age of 29, I'm not even practicing what I'm what I'm basically preaching. So I said, now Kim Kim's in the driver's seat. And you know what? Her stories sets my my soul on fire. And that's who you want to be around. Remember, I've talked to you guys so much about being around the people who ultimately are going to, you know, they're going to create that band. They're going to be very, you know, they're uplifting and, you know, up-level you and the professionals, the social, you know, all the people in your life who you associate with, that's who you're ultimately going to become. So this is why I ended up distancing myself from so many people at the job, which I ended up becoming the victim. And the next thing you know, they started looking up, trying to, oh, well, you talked about me marrying my whore wife. And I, I didn't, I, you know what? I didn't call her a whore. Okay. I didn't call your wife a whore. But for a 50-year-old man to come out here and, and have an 18-year-old girlfriend, there's something seriously wrong with that. And for a company to employ something like that is absurd. And when I started speaking up, they didn't like it anymore. And then, boom, when that British fool ended up becoming the head teacher, my workload went completely down. And that was his intent. But it wasn't even his intent. Was it his intent? Or was it time for Arsenio to go? See, by the end of this year... If I'm somehow making an insane amount of money, I'm going to email him back. I'm going to email him back and I'm going to say, you know what? You're a pig. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I'm not. That's terrible. <laughs> I am. Um, no, um, I'm going to email him back and I'm going to say, you're a disgusting dog, but I love you. You're a pig beyond belief, but you inspired me because... Now look at me. Now I don't even have to say that. I don't even have to go back. It's kind of like going back to my father and saying, you know what? Look who I am now. That is not even worth it. He already knows what I am. He already knows what I'm going to become. Plus this guy's already on the end. He, he's here just waiting, just waiting for his demise. And it's so sad to see that. So who cares about that? So Arsenio, what now? <sighs> the job is finished, huh? So no more excuses. No more saying this. No more saying that. That's it. This is the end. This is all that it is and all that it was. By the way, just got another job interview. I'm going to have that Friday along with a couple other things. Um, and like I told you at the beginning of the year, make more money in half the time. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. And half the time, literally, I would put in probably like 150 to a, let's say 160 hours on an average at the old place. 
But now all I have to do is work 20 hours a week and make the same amount. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? Does that sound very familiar? Oh, the Tim Ferriss four-hour work week. Oh, it does. Because in four hours, I could just, you know, hurry up, make, you know, some money to pay the rent and save some money, do this, do that. But at the same time, once I start selling things online, it's game over. It's not even about the money anymore. And you know what? That's what I'm going to go from working right now to not even working anymore. And then what's going to be for uh, next after that? I do not know. But let's just go over the basis right now. Okay, Arsenio, we got it. You quit. And it's the courage. And now you have control of your thoughts. Now you have control of your mind. You can no longer think about that past anymore in the morning because it's all finished. Just get over the paperwork on Monday. Get the papers and everything. And on April, when you leave the country, that is the end. Well, leave the country and then come out. Yeah. But anyways, when you leave the country, then that's all the end. But what now? Okay, so let me tell you what now. What now? What now? Obviously, making the money. Yeah, okay. Yeah, making the primary money. Got to make the primary money. Pay the bills. Do this. Do the training. Do this. Do that. You know, pay a little bit for travels. That's the most beautiful thing because... Everything I'm doing right now, even with my rent and this and that, I'm still able to pay for everything that I have right now in my condo. Amazing, ain't it? (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. So if I actually think about it right now, okay, first things first, I got to create the test. The test needs to be ready. I'm scared about the font though, but the first TOEIC, like a TOEIC for beginners, TOEIC for elementary, TOEIC for this, that, 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 and go on up, 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 up. Uh, I might create courses after that, but those are going to be templates. Got to have a lot of free templates. Now, every video that I do with my YouTube, I always have the PDF. So those free PDFs are going to be available, obviously, on my website, too. Now, this is probably only just a 5 to 10% project alone. Now, the TOEFL project, I don't know if it's going through anymore. If it doesn't, I'm just going to sell it on my own website. I'm going to create my own test, and I'm going to have these TOEFL students all over Central and South America come to my website, and they're going to be able to purchase things. That's it. Podcast. That's the big, big, big thing that's going to be coming up within the next probably few days, especially Saturday. Oh, yeah. That damn podcast. And once I do that podcast... That's when I start getting all the people who are learning the TOEIC, the TOEFL, the IELTS. I'm going to bring them into my podcast world, along with the 8,000 likes that I have on my Facebook page. Boom. The Arsenio Buck Show. It's coming up. It's succeeding. It's succeeding. And I got a lot of Americans. I got a lot of Americans and a lot of you know people from the UK and Mauritius and France and Belgium, all these different places. Um, that's in terms of personal development. But the ESL podcast, I know that's going to blow up completely. Why? Because there is no one... In the ESL realm, that's like me, period. If I listen to all these ESL podcasts, they're boring. Do they get anything? Do they have actionable steps? No, no, and no. I mean, even if you look at the Spanish Pod 101, Japanese Pod 101, Chinese Pod 101, all these 101 things, you don't get the, you, you got someone speaking in English, but then they're just teaching you a couple of things and all the episodes are very sporadic. I'm taking over the game. I'm taking over the game. And this is why I wanted to get. More work done in half the time, so I have more time to focus on my projects, period. <sighs> okay, so that's it. Um, Companies galore. Uh, still applying for jobs all around the globe in terms of speaking engagements. TEDx is still on top of my list at the same time. But you know what? Once I start making that wage and start making things online and this and that, the TEDx is ultimately going to fulfill its own self. So that that should just... 
the TEDx is gonna it's gonna be perfect regardless. But um, I just hope that I could do it this year like I planned in Morocco in Macaris. So we'll see about that. Okay, so that's Toic YouTube. Got to keep making videos. Of course, I got to buy a lot of different things for that. Personal development podcast, ESL podcast, YouTube videos, ESL on the YouTube. Uh, creating all the Toic the TOEFL and the IELTS tests. Make sure I sell all of that on my website. Um, those are all the online. Those could possibly be all the all of the online projects. But again, that's probably about seventy five percent of what I'm doing. And the other things just aren't coming to mind. So now I'm finally focusing on the big stuff. All the easy, complacency, bullshit-ass life. That whack-ass, ridiculous salary per hour. It's finished. Now I'm going to make double that in half the time. And now that's going to free up a lot of time to do everything else. So this is what's happening now. And so now, of course, with my podcast, Personal Development, got to keep getting people on board. It's kind of difficult, though. It's getting a little bit more difficult because a lot of these Instagrammers, they literally just like a post and then that's it. Uh, they don't really actually get into the post and see, oh, he's this, he's that. They don't do anything like that. So anyways, but I do got my next podcast obviously coming up in two days. And then after that, I'm going to I'm gonna keep trying to get in touch with people on Twitter because now Twitter's getting big because now I'm posting much more frequently on Twitter. <sighs> and you know what? Even with the podcast, I'm going to be doing po- doing podcasts with all of my students. I'm talking about at banks. I'm talking about here. I'm taking over the globe. So that's the biggest, 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 biggest project. Um, my book. There we go. Got to start writing the book too. Now the book is going to be completely different. Now it's not going to be about you know Thailand and racism. Hell with that. No one cares. No one gives a damn about that. What people care about is how did you end up getting over it. So I'm going to teach personal development through the things I had to go through here and the most critical things that ultimately ended up helping me. And that last chapter is going to be about complacency, closing and kicking down that red door and just choosing another door or the other dozens of doors that are around me. Open it up. Look through. If you don't like it, close the door. Go to the next door. Open it up. Look through. If you don't like it, close the door. See, a lot of you guys, you actually just put on a blindfold you go into these damn doors and you just uh you just stay there for the longest and you realize that you hate the place because you're just sitting in darkness get the hell out of there see that red door i i literally came out of that red door after a while and that red door the big imprint right on that red door it says don't come back go achieve your dreams and all those other doors you see there are hundreds of thousands of them just look at it this way a planet every planet is an opportunity in this universe if you want to talk about the multi-universe whatever you want to call it because the universe is infinite and how many planets are there in the universe beyond beyond anything we could ever imagine because the human mind only says oh well there's probably about uh, one trillion planets it's probably far more than that just think of opportunities as something like that you could just go out reach out grab it look at it do you like it Yeah, keep it. Put it in your pocket. If you don't, throw it back out there. Go grab another one. Some of you guys take all these rotten-ass planets, you put them in your pocket, and they end up rottening you. I'm going to need you to stop it. Because you know what? That's what happened to me. And this is how I'm telling you from a life experience standpoint. This is how you're ultimately going to overcome things, is by doing the things that scare the motherfucking shit out of you. Excuse my French. 
had to emphasize because a lot of you are probably listening, but you're not hearing. Do the thing that scares the shit out of you. Because what I did by quitting on this job, when I actually said, oh, my God, I'm not going to have money. I'm not going to have a salary. I started adding up all the places that I've been doing different things with. And I'm going to make more than that even in even half the time. So what the hell was I scared about? Fear. Fear of what? Probably failure. Fear of dying. Fear of something not going right. Fear of this. Fear of that. It's no more. So now I'm in control. You can either live life by luck or you can live life by cause and effect. And with that being said, people, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Stay tuned for the next podcast tomorrow morning as always your host arsenio over and out